Amigos, all you bounty hunters in the solo solar system, how you all doing? Once again, it's time for Big Shot! We'll start with today's hot news. They apprehended the culprit in the series of recent property vandalisms. He was a mean hombre, I tell you what. It took four months to catch that little son of a bitch. But the bounty on his head was worth 77,000 space dollars. But the hunters had to pay 80,000 space dollars in property damage. So they owe the state 30,000 space dollars. Oh well, them's the breaks. Remember all you new hunters, you should take a lesson from these fellas and remember that. This episode contains adult language, mature situations, or iron forged weapons, nanotechnology, thieves, sweepers, and a gluttonous main character. Alright, well, go out there and catch some dirty vomits. Listener discretion is advised. Have a good night! Episode 128, Bang Bang Stray Cat. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. This is your host San saying hello, konnichiwa, aloha, and what's up? Yes, it's another fun-filled episode and it's actually the week after our three-year anniversary. Yes, it's been three years since we started this podcast. And I know I'm talking like William Shatner, but hey, I'm in a weird mood today. It's a little bit. But yeah, three years, man. Three years since... Me and Mason, all those years ago, decided to start a podcast just for the hell of it. Well, it was more therapeutic response, but again, that's neither here nor there. So, welcome. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, Spark Inside that provides information and reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. In this podcast specifically, it's going to be manga. In our sister podcast, it's going to be about movies. Now, uh, for those of you who are wondering what the hell manga are, I'm going to go with Daryl Surratt's interpretation of it. Manga are pretty much comics published in Japan doesn't matter who the author is, but it has to be released in Japan. If it's released over here, even if it's a Japanese artist, it's considered a comic anywhere outside of Japan. We do review comics in this podcast, so don't worry about that. I'm just using it overall. Anyway, so what our job is, is we tell you about a title, we tell you how the story is, how the art is, how everything works out, if it's a really long series or a really short series, and if it's worth reading. Now, you don't have to agree with anything we say, but I've heard we're a little entertaining, just a little bit. Now... Besides the fact that just rambled on and on and on and on in that run-on sentence. You know, you can check us out at, like I said, www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com. My email address is zan at spirekin.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. You can fight me on, on Xbox Live in MVC under Zan Space Spirekin. And our voicemail is 206-350-8462. We're under Twitter under Spirekin Manga Review. And you can check out all this information in our show notes. We're also being hosted by bitebait.com. Uh, hey, John Paul. Still doing cool. So, 
now that those plugs and random things are done, let's get on. Let's talk about different things and unique situations and whatnot. So, what is new with Xan? Well, nothing much really. Just, you know, just finished getting off work. It's around 1 a.m. in the morning, so I'm a little tired. I had some Coke. Not cocaine, but Coca-Cola. Keep me up. And we're going to get ready and we're just going to review this manga, get it done, and get it evened out. Because... Honestly, I've tried to review this manga two times, and every time it's failed miserably. I don't know why. It's just something about the manga that I spun on. The one, the only, the wheel of manga. Yes, that's our gimmick, but we'll get into that in a moment. So, you remember from the last episode of the Spark Manga Review, I spun the one, the only, the wheel of manga, and it dictated to be that I'd be reviewing a manga that... Actually has an anime series. It's got a manga series, and there's rumors that there's actually a light novel. I haven't seen that yet. There is video games too, but I wouldn't really check it out. And this manga was written by Kentaro Yabuki, who's done a bunch of stuff I've never heard of before. It was originally published by Shuisha, but it's coming over here under Viz Media under the Shonen Jump titles. So it's under the Shonen Jump label, which is kind of cool. Uh, like I said, released in our show and jump. Originally came out 2001 to 2004. There are 20 volumes, and like I said, a TV series, and it's a adventure comedy action fantasy sci-fi series that's a little well. It's kind of generic, to be honest with you. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Buraku Cat. Yes, Burak Cat. Yes. Um, for those of you who've seen this, it's kind of well different. And what is Black Cat about? Is is it about a cat who's uh, underground surgeon who performs surgery on a lot of people. No. Is it about a cat who plays guitar to save the universe? No. Black Cat is a story of two men. One guy is named Sven, and the other person is named Train. Yes, Train. And not Densha, but Train. They are sweepers. Now, for those of you who've seen any typical anime series or manga series you've heard of what a sweeper is pretty much they are mercenaries who do anything for anything they're bounty hunters cowboys or whatever other phrase you want to use they're bounty hunters their job is to find a target pick it up and take it and they get money for it and you'll see as I'm going along there's a lot of similarities with other series I mean Sven for the most part looks like Jigen from Lupin I mean he's got the fedora he has the suit and tie I'm just surprised he doesn't have the Luger and he's the perfect shot because he wears the hat on. But no, Sven is actually an inventor. He invents gadgets for train, like Jet Black. So, you know, a little bit of run around with that and repeating. So, like we said, manga opens up with train and Sven picking up this guy who's kind of... He's on the low end of the bounty scale. It turns out that they actually owe most of the bounty. It was like maybe a $50,000 bounty. They use another monetary, we'll say dollar. $50,000 bounty, and they owe like 40000 for dam or damages, rental fees, munitions, so on and so forth. So they have $5,000, and meanwhile, Train is like, but we can still get food, right? Yeah, we can get food. We'll be able to eat. And Sven's like, are you serious? We don't have any money again, and you want to eat again? It's like, yeah, yeah, I want to eat, I want to eat, I want to eat. Yes, Train is the typical main shonen character who likes to eat a lot of food, and he actually acts like a cat, hence black cat. He acts, you know, he makes the little cat face with the meow. And he has paws for hands, and at times you, you can almost swear you see little cat ears. And also he has a collar on his neck with a bell on it. So a lot of Yaoi fangirls are like, ooh, he's so cute, he's so cute. And he actually looks kind of feminine. I don't really dig that. He looks like Sora and Lupin and Suichi from Gravitation had a major orgy and 
he was the result of it. He really does. The only thing that distinguishes him differently is that his eyes occasionally will turn cat-like, and he has the number 13 tattooed on his chest. Now coming to play in a little bit. So, anyway, so they go out to eat at some restaurant, and as they're sitting there, a bunch of thugs from the organization. Yes, the organization with quotes around it. We don't know what the organization is. That just shows that the writer doesn't know what the fuck to do. He's like, okay, I need an idea for an anonymous company. Uh, we'll go with organization, not the industry, not the company, just the organization. And they're there to, they break in, they point an old man and say, Old man, you're coming back with us to the organization or else we're going to kill you. As this is going on, Train and Sven are sitting there, kind of just like, what the hell's going on? And Train stops like, ooh, he's on one of the wanted lists, he's worth a lot of money. And so they end up protecting this guy saying, we're taking him in, you guys can't do anything. And Train beats the shit out of them and they take him away to their safe house, and they're saying, look, we're going to take you in, we're going to get our money. And the old man says, okay, no problem, I'll go in, no questions asked, but I do have one favor. I'd like to go back to my hometown to see the wife and child I left ten years ago. And most bounty hunters would be like, fuck you, you're going to jail, screw you. But for some reason, Train decides, yeah, we'll do it, we'll go there. I heard that town is famous for having this roasted onion bread that's really good. And so it's like, are you fucking crazy, man? Come on. We could have this one, two, three, and you want to do this shit? Fine, we're going to go. So they go off to this town. And as they're going on, just talking, being friendly and whatnot, and a goon shows up, not spoiling too much. A confrontation happens. The old man ends up dying before he sees his family. And there's a fight ensues between Train and this guy with two guns. And as they're fighting, it is revealed that Train was once known as the eponymous mysterious him. No, seriously, he's known as Black Cat. He was an assassin for a weird company known as Kronos. And no, not Kronos from Biobooster Armor, Giver. That would have been cool if that was the case, but no. It's just another company known as Kronos. And his job is that he was an assassin, and supposedly he's dead. And he has this gun made of Orichalcum, which, for those of you who don't know or have never played any RPG, it's like this supposedly indestructible material. So he uses it to deflect bullets. He actually shoots the guy's guns in the barrel, so they explode in his hand. And as they're fighting, the guy isn't going to give up. Surprisingly, unlike any other Shonen series I've ever seen in a long time that isn't a Senen, Train, or Black Cat as we'll call him, shoots the guy and kills him. He just, bang, done. Kills him. Just walks away, and then Sven's like, okay, uh, did you get the target? He's like, nah, we lost him. I took care of the guy, though. Don't worry, let's go eat. They go eat, and before they leave the town, they take this picture that the old man had, which had his wife and his daughter in it, and they leave it at the door where the guy lives. They're knocking the door. Kind of just giving a little homage. It's a nice scene for what they could do, but then they go off to find another bounty hunter. The series is... There's more going on with Train and his whole backstory, and Sven and his whole backstory, and the first volume really just covers the bare minimum of this. Like, it goes into... The second story is that... Their their bounty is this guy who dine in ditches. I'm dead serious. He, like, orders hundreds of dollars in food, then he runs out of the place without paying, and they're going to capture him. And immediately I'm thinking, okay, if a guy's ordering a bunch of food, don't you at one point be like, hey, uh, would you like to check now before he runs off? No, he just orders food, then he runs off before he even says, I mean, seriously, wouldn't you know something is up if the guy's ordering, eating a lot of food, eating a lot of food, eating... But anyway, as they're running off, Train is following them, and the guy gets killed by this person who says, Hey, Train, how you doing? It's this weird character who, well, honestly, he is just random goon number something. We'll just call him random goon number something because he really is not a kind of interesting character. He shows up, and he's actually from Kronos. He's like, 
Hey, Train, I heard you were alive. Look, Kronos wants you back. I mean, we really miss you. And I mean, you were my senpai. You were my trainer. You were my boy. You were the one who made me who I am. And you're my hero. I want to be like you. I mean, we get back together. You go back to Kronos, and you do what you do best. You get to kill all the people, and we'll be all good. I mean, I know that you're a little pissed off at what happened with that guy in the situation, but he's no longer with us, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. So it kind of hints that something happened with another assassin in the group. I'm going to assume, because this is ripping off of a lot of stuff, that maybe it was like a vicious Julia-Spike thing, where Spike is trained, and then Julia is a mysterious girl, and then this guy they reference is vicious, so maybe he killed girlfriend. We don't know. So what happens is that Train's like, you know what, I'm a straight cat. I can't stay in the same place. I don't like it. It's not fun. I have to just do my own thing. I can't blindly follow orders. And I'm not going to kill anymore. I'm just, don't worry about it. I'm out of here. And as he's going, his former Kohai says, well, unfortunately, Train, you can't go because the boss has said you, you have to die if you don't join us. I mean, you were my Yoda, man. You were my bang. As he's doing this, Train follows the suit of Han with Han shooting first. He just turns around, shoots him, and then he looks down and he's like, Why do you have to be so stupid? Why do you have to do it? You knew I could kick your ass and I'll kill you. I killed you, man. I'm sorry, but why did you be so stupid? So he walks off, bumps into Sven, and they're like, Oh, is your friend okay? He's like, uh, he, he left. I'm not saying anything. Obviously, you know that he killed him, and they go off again. The third part of this manga goes into a story with this character known as. Rinslet Walker, who is a super thief. Well, when they first meet her, she's in disguise, and their disguise is a wig. And she hires them to do this job for them, which is she wants to find out about this mob boss who has a bunch of technology that he's hiding. She's going to steal something from him, but in exchange, she's giving them the opportunity to arrest this mob boss who has a really high bounty. And meanwhile, Rinslet has a bounty on her head. So she's kind of like, look, you can take me in for maybe $100,000, but that guy right there, he's worth a million dollars. I'll help you get to him if you don't take me away and you just help me with this little project I have. So they go off and it introduces this evil mob boss who's working with bioweapons. Well, nanotechnology weapons, which is making, you know, these genetically engineered people who they can turn their body into weapons. Pretty much another Bob Booster guy of a reference. And it leaves off where you don't know what's going on. Now, I know this is really short. I think I've been maybe talking for maybe 10 minutes about this manga. And let's be honest. It is really, and I mean really, generic. I mean, there's some nice little things here and there. Some, like the bioweapon character, Seiya, who was introduced. She's a little interesting. But, for the most part, I've seen it before. I've seen it done better. I mean, there's references of Lupin, references of Cowboy Bebop, and it's all, like... This guy didn't have any idea of what to do. He's like, uh, I need to write a manga. Okay, we'll have the main character who acts like a cat, but he's an indestructible bounty hunter. Okay, so mix a little bit of Vash Stampede here, and we'll mix a little bit of Cheese Sweet Home. But we need him to have a mysterious past, so let's take some of Spike Spiegel and throw him in there. Okay, we need a weird organization, so let's go with the Red Dragon Syndicate and a little bit of Kronos, and we'll mix a little bit of just the organization in there. And then, oh, he needs a mystical weapon, so we'll throw in Vash Stampede's gun. But then we need to have an assistant, uh, someone who is an inventor. So let's take someone like a microchip from the Punisher, but we'll throw in uh, something like, uh, I don't know, um, uh, Jet Black. And But he needs a little cool, so we'll put Jigen in there. And then we need a female femme fatale, so let's put in Fujiko. But we need Nami also. And also we need um, Lucy from Fairy Tales. And let's throw it in, let's put it in a pot, and let's mix it all together, and we get Black Cat. Art's okay, not great. 
I mean, it might get better later on, but honestly, this manga was bleh. It wasn't great. wasn't bad. I mean, I had to struggle to read it. It really was that... Just, it's a shonen series. If you like repetition, which most of us like repetition to a point, but this is... It was alright. Not great. Could have been better. A lot better. And honestly, I've read a lot of stuff. I mean, I do a manga review show. I've read a shitload of manga. And to be honest, this was just kind of like... Eh. I could take it or leave it. I mean, it wasn't even super good. It didn't have anything that really caught my attention. I mean, you could see where it was going in the beginning. Once they showed the the mysterious figure who had something, I was like, oh god, let me guess. He killed his girlfriend and now something else is going to go on. I don't even know. I didn't even read past the first volume. And usually I go really in-depth into what the best parts and the worst parts of the manga are, but I'm going to be honest right now, 100% honest, this manga was bleh. It was, it could have been so much more and it wasn't. It just was, what the fuck? Honestly. So, with that in mind, for those who don't know, we have a five-point rating system. We don't use points or stars. We use phrases. Now, I'm going to actually have to give this our second lowest rating, which is typical reading material, local correction facility, or psychiatric institute. It has one gleaming factor in it, and that it's just, it's got a kind of catchy concept. I mean, if you've never read this up before, you might enjoy it. I mean, I've read it enough times. It's just generic. I mean, there's nothing really good about it, but there's nothing really terrible about it. It's just kind of there. And it loses points, like I said, because of the fact that it rips off of so much stuff. It rips off of everything. The only difference is, let's make the main character have be like a cat fetishist. Which means lots of doujinshi fans will enjoy it. I mean, I gave it below middle of the ground because it loses points for ripping off of so much stuff. And you're talking to a guy who likes Ranma... And also likes Love Hina. I like harem series. I mean, I like Rikio and I like Crying Freeman, but I like I like Ranma. I like series like that. And that is all about repetition, and a lot of series copy on each other. But just this one just, it didn't work for me. I could be wrong. You might enjoy Black Hat, and you might email me saying why you didn't like it. Email me. Tell me why you like Black Hat. Spyrokin at gmail.com or xan at spyrokin.com. Let me know why you think Black Cat is a good series. I mean, I did not find anything truly remarkable about it. I mean, the only thing that main redeeming factor about the series was Seiya, the character who seems to be a bioengineered weapon. I could see that going into a lot of cool places. I mean, she's the typical kid character like Ed, but maybe she joins the crew, maybe she doesn't. We'll see what happens. Now, I could say a lot more about the series, but I'm honestly not going to. I can't say anything else about the series because it just is that blah. Honestly. <sighs> so, I guess for this episode, for the review, there's nothing else I could say. So, with that in mind, uh, remember you can check out our show notes for all our information, and let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. And what we've done is we've assigned a manga to each of the ten slots, and we're going to spin it. One of our number lands on this we're reviewing the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. And for those of you who are wondering, do I rig the Wheel of Manga? Honestly, no. The reason why for that is I want it to be interesting. I want it to be different. I don't want to have the typical, I'm just going to go into a bookstore or go on Amazon and say, Hey, I want to read this manga. I make it more interesting. I want to do something random so that I don't have a choice of what I read, and I don't really like rigging it. I mean, 
if I'm doing a special episode, to say, okay, this episode we're just going to do this. But for the most part, I don't rig it because it just makes it more interesting to see what random things will happen in this episode or that episode. I know I just gave that random blab, but just want to give some people some explanation because people have been saying I've been rigging it, and honestly, I don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had Black Cat, which is a pretty crappy series. But anyway, so let's get on with it. So I'm going to spin the wheel and we'll see I'm reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Mongo Review, episode 129. <laughs> Number three, which is, oh, so the next episode I'm reviewing a series that I've heard only a little bit about. I know it, it made another anime based on it, and what am I talking about? I am talking about Gunsmith Cats. I've heard little rumors about it. I've heard it's a really good series. I've heard it's a bad series also, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with this series. So, next episode, 129, I'm reviewing Gunsmith Cats. Thanks, guys, for listening. I know that at are, well... No, things have been kind of just weird, but just life gets really weird. I seem really peppy and happy right now, but things in the RL, in real life, are not so good in the land of Zan. Things have just been really stressed out, and, you know, I'm going to come out with a lot more episodes. Maybe I might do a third podcast, I don't know. I just need time to get my life together and get my mind off of things. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Spark and Movie Review to releasing, and, uh... Next week, or next episode, we'll be reviewing Gunsmith Cats. I hope you guys enjoyed, and remember, this is Zan, Spark and Review. We are going to catch you next week.